Good morning, everyone, and welcome to 20-something, 40-something. Our our apologies. We haven't put out an episode uh, for over a week, but here I am. Um, Maria's not here today. Uh, She's living her 20-something-year-old life and having fun, and I definitely, uh, definitely support that. But um, what I'm going to be talking about today is my second marriage. Yes, that's right. I was married two times, divorced two times. And again, three baby dads. So with this, um, with this story I'm going to be telling you guys, um, this was one of my hardest marriages, my hardest relationships. Um, and, um, I experienced this relationship in my mid to late twenties. Um, this is, man, this is an experience that nearly broke me. I mean, maybe it did break me or put a lot of cracks in me. (laughs) Um, I still struggle with a lot of issues. Um, you know, I have trust issues. I, I get, um, bad thoughts. Um, and, uh, for a long time, I was getting, um, I was allowing myself to get in a very dark place. And anxiety, man, let me tell you, anxiety is a motherfucker. Um, so these were, you know, some, um, I don't want to say lasting effects, but these are some, you know, um, effects that happen even after all the issues were done with. So let me just jump into it. So, you know, I already talked about my first marriage and, you know, I got out of that and I ended up moving in, you know, with my mom and my stepdad. And I had my one son, my young son, um, my first child. And, uh, you know, I was just living my life, trying to go to school and uh, just trying to find my way and just navigating through being a single parent. And... um, you know, long story short, I had met my second husband. And um, he was in the military. And I was, um, I was already a CNA working at a local hospital. Um, I took a pay cut to be a CNA because um, I knew that you know, going into nursing school, I wanted to get as much experience as I, I could. So I find this young man and we start talking just, you know, like how all relationships begin. But the thing that was so unique with this situation, at least for me, is that this was someone that was a quote unquote single father. He had a little boy and here I am a single mom and I have a little boy. And, uh, you know, like all relationships, you know, you fall in love, yada, yada, yada. And um, I just felt like we could be that gap. Like we could each fill that gap for each other. You know, I would be, you know, the mother figure that maybe his son would need and... Um, you know, he could be a more constant father figure for my son. 
So to me, it just, you know, it, it made sense. It just made sense. And um, we had the same goals, you know, in life as far as, you know, being able to raise our kids and continue our education and make a house a home. And, um, you know, this to me is what I always wanted. So we carried on with the relationship. And there were some things that started happening um, that in my mid-20s, with my, um, you know, with me being naive and extra hopeful, I just thought that um, I could work through it. And if I love him, you know, strong enough and long enough, then um, he would snap out of his fucking issues that he was having or that he was starting to bring to the table. So what were the issues? Well, it started off. Um, he would compare his child, who was about a year older than my son, so he would he would be comparing to the boys all the time. Like there was this one time where his son didn't know how to ride a, a you know a bike without training wheels, and neither did mine. So we decided, you know, let's teach your boys how to ride, um, you know, bikes on two wheels. My son happened to pick it up a lot quicker than his. You know, I mean, every kid develops at a different stage. You learn things quicker, whatever the case. And uh, he was pissed off. And he would really ride his son. You know, he'd have the boys race each other. Um, You know, like run, you know, like foot races. And my son was a lot faster than his son. You know, and I'm not trying to like, you know, act like mine was better or whatever, but you know, these are kids, you know, everyone everyone is different in their own way. So, but he would get mad at my kid and he would give his son a hard time. So it was kind of like that. Um, Then he started picking on my son and my baby at the time was about four years old and uh, I didn't understand what this was about but anyways you know I just kept pushing and we'd have really nice family times and then sometimes it would it would get not really great um there was a point in near the beginning of our relationship where I actually broke up I was already living with this man. I'll just call him Jay. That's I won't say his name, but for y'all that know me, already know who the fuck I'm talking about. But I'll just call this guy Jay. So, um, I I had broken up with Jay. We were already living together. You know, um, I was already in the process of making our house a home, and. There were some things that were just not settling right with me. And I felt really bad having to leave Jay's son behind because I started becoming a mother figure to this little boy. But I just knew, like, this was not, this was not a good situation. And I was tired of 
whatever Jay's issues were. I was tired of his insecurity. And I mean, there were so many, you know, different things that he would come up with. You know, we'd go out to the club or something together and, you know, it would be me dancing with him. And next thing I know, he's off in a dark corner and I thought I was dancing with him. Nobody's, nobody's dancing with me. Nobody's behind me. You know, so it was a lot of insecurities, weird shit started happening, going out with, you know, other couples and he'd just be weird or he'd talk about his ex, his ex-wife. Yeah, he was married. He um, actually had two children with this woman. It was his, like, high school sweetheart. And, um, but when she left, and I don't know the exact what happened to that relationship, but when she left... Um, she took their daughter and she left their son. So the son was left behind with Jay. And, um, you know, that was a really hard situation. I knew this child was affected, even though his dad was there with him, you know, I guess doing the best he could at that time. Um, that child, he, he suffered because his mom had basically abandoned him. There was this one time when this child, um, well, in in our front entryway, we had a little, um, like a little light, um, you know, as entryways have. And there was a bird nest on top of that light. And one of the baby birds had fallen and, um, and you know, f- fell on the, on the ground. And the little boy, he went to go grab the bird and I said, hey, listen, you can't, you can't touch a bird because the scent, when the scent, you know, gets on the bird, his baby mom will, you know, his, his mother, I mean, would not um, take care of him. She'd, you know, fly away. She'd abandon him. And this little boy said to me, and he's five at the time, and he says, where will she go? Will she go to California? And I was like, damn. Because, now mind you, this child's mom who abandoned him, um, she moved to California. So I try to tell Jay, listen, you really need to get your child some therapy because this has really affected him with his mom not being in his life and you know her being with your guy's daughter and choosing to leave this child behind. But of course, you know, Jay didn't take heed to what I said. So, you know, we have these struggles. So anyways, I had broken up with him, felt bad about leaving the kid. But, you know, I chose to just be blind and I got back into a relationship with Jay. So at one point I got like a year two down the line, I became pregnant. Um... And I could be messing up the timeline a little bit. So, yeah, about like a year down the line, I think my child was still around four. And I became pregnant. And uh, Jay was basically like, I don't want to have a kid with you. And you need to abort the baby. And um, I said no. You know, I didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to me. And I, I wasn't about to do that. So he threatened with kick, you know, that he'd kick me out of the house. And, and then he started saying things like, I don't want, I don't want you to have a baby because I don't, 
want my child, his child, to be related to a nigger. Yeah, you heard me right. Um, my, my son, just for the record, he's half black and half Puerto Rican, which to me is just redundant to say because it's Puerto Ricans, you know, have black in us anyways. So, yeah, half black, half Puerto Rican. So um, Jay would say really fucked up shit. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to have a child that's going to be, you know, related to a nigger and all this stuff. So, yeah, I know. I'm in my 40s talking about this shit. And I was like, why the fuck did I just not leave? Like, this is very obviously an unhealthy situation. But um, for whatever reason, my dumbass, you know, chose to stay and work through it. Just thinking that things would get better, thinking that maybe he was just very insecure. Jay, by the way, is Mexican, for the record. Motherfucker is Mexican, all right? And he's going to be talking about, I don't want my, my child, any child of mine to be related to it. A nigger, meaning my son. Jay's son was blacker than my son. So, moving forward, I end up having this child. You know, it was, it was, it was a very, even before I had her, like the whole pregnancy, it was really fucking difficult because there was times where Jay was loving towards me loving towards my son, but then it just started to get more vile um, over time. Where like, for example, we'd be riding in the car as a family and Jay would look at me and say things like, you know, I, I wish that we get into an accident so it could kill this fetus. I don't want this fucking fetus. Yeah, and again, my dumbass stayed in that relationship. Um, there was even a time where we went to go visit Jay's family in Oregon. And me, Jay, and his son, and my pregnant self, um, I think my son was with his dad visiting or something. I can't really remember, but... Um, it was me, Jay, and his son, and we went to, um, what do you call it? The Cheesecake Factory to go pick up some cheesecake. And as we're walking out of the Cheesecake Factory, um, Jay and his son were walking behind me. And mind you, his son at this point is like maybe six. And he told his son to trip me. I'm pregnant. I'm like six, maybe five, six months pregnant. And um, the little boy tried tripping me from the back with his foot. And I was able to catch myself. And I started yelling, Jay, why would you tell this child to do this to me? Why would you do that? And I yelled at the child, why would you do that? You know, and the child didn't, you know, he, he could tell it wasn't right, but he always looked towards his dad for approval. Um, or, you know, he looked towards his dad to say, you know, is this okay? Uh, so, uh, Jay, you know, proceeded to scream at me in the parking lot. 
See, see how you act. This is why I don't want to be with you. I don't even know why we're having a fucking baby together. I told you I don't want this fucking fetus, blah, blah, blah. So at one point, Jay had to go to, um, I think he went to Kyrgyzstan. So it was me and the kids together. Um, his child and my child. And let me tell you, it was really nice. His child was behaved. I mean, he had some little, you know, um, issues, but, you know, I was able to work through them. The boys got along, you know, life was peaceful. I really liked Jay not being at the house. And yeah, I, I had missed him when he was on deployment, but, you know, I really liked him not being there. Um, so, of course, when... He came back from deployment. Um, you know, I, I felt like it was a start over. You know, it was a chance where, you know, maybe him being away, he got, you know, a moment to like rethink things, re, you know, rethink his feelings and reevaluate his stuff. And, you know, a moment for me to gather my shit together and, you know, get the house and the kids how I wanted them to be. And it was so crazy because that same day that Jay returned, me, my son, his son, and Jay were in the kitchen. And my son and Jason was sitting on the kitchen floor and, you know, Indian style. And Jason says, hey, dad, look at this. And me and Jay look to see what his son is doing and... He smacked my son clear across the face. And I was like, I was fucking dumbfounded. And Jay laughed. And then he told his son, no, between laughter. No, don't do that. Why would you do that? And of course, I was hollering. And I was making sure my son was all right. And... Looking back, I see that as, wow, this kid really wanted to impress his dad. So he used my son as a punching bag um, to get his father's approval. Jay had some fucking issues. As you, like, I don't, I know I don't even need to tell you, but he had some fucking issues. And... At my young age, by this time I'm like 26 or something, and he, I really thought, you know, he's just really mature, blah, 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 you know, like, I'm going to make it better. I'm just going to, I'm going to be, you know, a good girlfriend. I'm going to be, you know, because we weren't actually married until after our daughter was born. So there was um, a lot of different instances like that. And um, I'm going to try not to go into too much detail, but there is a point where, you know, I, I finally had our daughter, beautiful little girl, and um, Jay seemed to really have fallen in love with our daughter. And I thought, you know what, maybe this is what our family needed, and I think things are going to finally start to get better. We 
actually got married. She was about uh, maybe almost two, maybe a year and a half. Um, and uh, I was doing nursing school and I was working as a CNA at a local hospital. And my son and, you know, the kids would stay with Jay. Obviously, we were all living together. So things to me were like, you know, finally kind of settling down. I felt like, yeah, things are good. Things are getting better. It's going to be okay. But it was not okay. And actually, actually, it was a lot worse than what I could even fathom what was going on. So um, I ended up, you know, I, I, I got tired of the bullshit. I got tired of him always picking on my son. I got tired, you know, of him using his son, you know, as another person to pick on my son. Um, I got tired of his negativity. I got tired of his jealousy, his insecurity, et cetera, et cetera, everything. You know, it was just getting worse and worse. And plus, I think he was fucking one of his friends that he worked with. So I won't go into too much detail about that. But, you know, um, just, you know, for example, you know, every, every time it was Christmas time, I started a little, you know, thing where... Um, we set up the Christmas tree and the kids put on their ornaments and I'd have the Christmas music playing in the background. We'd have cookies baking, you know, just to get the whole vibe, the whole vibe of Christmas, the whole feel of it. And I really like, you know, creating traditions. So when the kids, you know, they grow up and, you know, they have these fond memories of, you know, our little family traditions and in hopes that they would just share it with their family, so on and so on. And as we were working on the tree, um, Jay was like, this is stupid. I don't want to have anything to do with this. So he left our house and he walked down to his friend's house. I'll just call her Kay. So he walked down to Kay's house because we we were living on base housing. So she lived, uh, you know, about a block or so down from our house and he walked over there and you know she was a single mom and um I I remember him telling me that he was over there helping her put up her tree with her daughters I was so fucking pissed off I was so hurt it's like what the hell is going on with you guys I had a real issue with her and I had a real issue with him So it's just like so many things like that. And I just got so fucking tired of it. And, you know, this just for me to finally be like, you know, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. So, of course, you know, when I told Jay that I didn't want to be with him anymore. um, You know, of course, he didn't take me seriously because I had been with him for so long already. You know, we're like, what, maybe four years into the relationship um, three, four years. And, um, he didn't take me seriously, but when he saw it was like withholding love, withholding sex, you know, just acting different, then he started to get 
mad and he would try to threaten me. Um, like I think they call it financial abuse. He'd say things like, fine, you can leave, but you're going to give me that base ID because you're not allowed to come on base anymore. And um, you're not taking anything in this house. Now, I bought some of the things in the house too. Like we were married, we bought things together. Like this was a joint effort. But he said, you're not bringing anything. You don't get the TV, you don't get... And I was like, oh, you know, honestly, I don't even fucking care, Jay. I just want peace and I want, I want my kids to be happy. And I'm just tired of you disrespecting my son and... You know, and he would even disrespect her daughter, his own daughter, you know, with dumbass comments. You know, this is why I never wanted to have a little girl or a child with you. This is why she should have never been born. You know, real fucked up, just twisted shit, he would say. But, um, you know, I was at the point where I was like, I'm done with this shit. So January, what was it? January 17th. 2010 um, I had enough and you know I had told Jay I am completely and utterly done with this relationship you know you always say you're embarrassed so we have all these kids we just had his son my son and our daughter but I said you're you always say you're embarrassed of having all these kids so Why don't you go, go get the car you wanted. He wanted some type of fucking TSX, whatever, Acura. Go get the fucking car you wanted because you're embarrassed to drive around in a minivan. You're embarrassed to be with me. He would always say I was fat. Um, You know, I, I was never good enough for him unless he was in a good mood. You know, um, he hated my quote unquote nigger son. Um... It was always his son against my son. You know, it was just, I was so fucking sick of it. I do, I do want to share this one story um, before I had decided to leave Jay. The kids, we had bought them boxing gloves. Now they're, you know, little boys. Um, So my son and his son and... um, you know, Jay was like, yeah, we're going to teach them, you know, different like techniques. We didn't want them to hurt each other, but, you know, different techniques of like how to throw a punch and dip and dodge and all that shit. And, um, you know, when this was happening, we're in the living room as a family and, you know, Jay had the boys, you know, with their gloves on and, um, Jay, started promoting them to really fight. And Jay's son, who like outweighed my kid by 30 pounds, cause he's a big boy. He punched my son in the fucking nose and my son's nose, you know, he's, he started bleeding. And I was holding my daughter and I freaked out and I gave Jay our daughter real quick so I could attend to my son. And my son is screaming and crying and has just blood gushing out of his nose. And as I'm trying to calm my son down and tend to him, Jay's like so hyped up because his son punched my son in the nose and made him bleed. Like he's congratulating him. He's excited. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then Jay yells at me for passing her daughter off to him 
to tend to my son. He's, it was, it was disgusting. It was fucking disgusting. The, the whole relationship, you know, and I didn't really want to tell my family these details because I was so embarrassed. And I just really thought that I could take care of this. I could make this better. It's going to get better. And it was not getting better. And it was actually getting worse. Um, there is actually this one time, too, because I was, um, you know, I was in nursing school. So I was working. I was, um, I was going to nursing school during the day. And I was doing my clinicals. And then I would work at the hospital as a CNA at night. And there was... There was this one time where, no, actually, shit, there was, there was two times that I can distinctly remember. So uh, the first time I come home um, after working night and I look at my son and he's got what we call petechiae. So it's like if you get hit real hard, it doesn't break the skin, but it creates these little like, like little blood spots on, on your skin you know, from like, you know, being hit or from some type of impact. Um, So that's called petechiae. And my son had it on his cheek, on like the side of his face. And I asked Jay, what, what happened to my child? And he's like, oh, I was playing with the boys and I threw your son up, you know, like just threw him up in the air to catch him. You know how some dads like to do that. Just throw the baby up and then catch him. My son was... He was petite, and again, he was like four or five. So, and he said, when I threw him up and I went to catch him, he kind of slipped, and I caught him by his face, and that's why he's got those marks on his face. So it was like, okay, that sucks. You know, I felt bad for my baby. Uh, My baby, he didn't say much. Um, You know, he couldn't defend himself. I don't, he was a kid. He was a little kid. So I just thought that that's, that is what happened. And then there is another time where um, I had come home from work and the boys were, were still laying in their bunk beds. And I went, you know, I said, good morning to Jay. And I checked on my daughter and, um, The boys are laying in their bunk beds, and I go to my son to look at him. He's on the top bunk, and he's got this cut across his face. Um, Like from just under his eye, down a cut down to his, like, mouth area, just across his cheek. And, um, And kind of bruised as well. And I yell, like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened to my son? And Jay says, oh, calm down. Stop acting crazy. He said, the, the boys were doing something and they had to get a papao. So we call papaos, you know, spankings. Or spankings is what we, anyways, <laughs> spankings are papaos. So I had to give him a papao and I used a belt. But I mistakenly hit him with the buckle. So my son was hit with a buckle across his face. And I had to take Jay's word for it. Because if I try to act out in any way with anger, 
It was me causing drama, um, creating problems for the family. And this is why Jay doesn't want to be with me. This is why, you know, he didn't want to have a kid with me. This is why, this is why, this is why. So my dumb fucking ass just kind of swallowed it. I tend to my son and my son really, you don't, you don't really say much. Also, during this time, my son was pissing the bed. He was wetting the bed every night. I'm a young mom. I'm just thinking that, you know, he's sleeping deep and he can't get up in time to, you know, get to the toilet. He's a little guy. And, you know, plus he was really afraid of the dark. So I thought maybe, you know, he was too afraid to get up to go to the toilet so uh, he peed the bed. I get really aggravated every every night, you know, or every morning we're waking up to uh, his sheets drenched in urine. I didn't know that this was a sign of abuse. I had no idea. So anyways, going back to January 17th, 2010. Um, I told Jay that I am completely done and I guess he finally took me serious and um, he's like I don't want you to go I don't want to be without you even though I think you're fat you'll you will eventually get thin and I don't want anyone to have you I mean he would say the most outlandish shit to me and in front of the kids so um, by this time, I'm upstairs and I'm in my bathroom with my daughter and she's um, about two and a half or so. And um, Jay comes upstairs and he starts to corner me. So I am with my back up against um, the counter where the sinks are. And my daughter, because we had a double sink in the bathroom, so my daughter is, you know, um, at the couch. Did we have a double sink? Uh, anyways, but it was, a, it was a long countertop. I feel like there were double sinks, but anyways, not to get too caught up on all that, um, the details. So my daughter was just, you know, doing, I don't know, playing with a toy or doing whatever, and she was standing there like close to the counter I think she was standing like on a little stool and um so I have my back up against the um the sink the counter area and Jay comes up to me and I tell him get away from me get away from me I don't want to be with you anymore and just leave me alone don't touch me and he's like why why can't I touch you you're my wife you're my wife and he would not get out of my face. Now, mind you, my first marriage ended in violence. So this triggered something in me. And, um, you know, I was really trying to, like, hold myself, hold my stance. But I didn't want him to be in my face. And I just was telling him, look, Jay, we are done. I don't want to be with you anymore. We're done. So go live your life, go be happy, go do what you want with your life, and I will get out of your way. So for some reason, my son's acoustic guitar was in our room. I guess our daughter was playing with it. It's just a little kid's, like their discovery, first discovery apps or whatever you call them, little guitars. 
but it was a wooden acoustic guitar. Jay had picked up that guitar in a fit of rage and smashed it on the floor inches from where our daughter was standing um, in the bathroom. You know, luckily, she didn't get hit. I mean, there was like shards of wood and I mean, it was it was in like, he busted it to smithereens and there was shards of wood and you know, little pieces of metal and all kinds of stuff just going everywhere. And I became so fucking pissed off because I thought my daughter got hurt and I checked her real quick and she's like shocked and she's just standing there and I checked her and she's okay. And then I look back over at him and Jay's coming towards me. He is coming up towards me again and I immediately put my hands around his fucking neck and I begin choking the living shit out of him because I'm fucking sick and tired of this shit. I didn't know if he was coming to hurt me, to hit me. I I didn't know. And he almost hurt our daughter. And I was just enraged. So I choke him. And he's still standing there. And I see that his face is turning purple. And his face was twitching. I think he was having like a psychological break. It was very fucking scary. His face was twitching. And I realized his face is turning purple. He's not even using his hands to pull my hands off of him. He's just staring at me. And I don't know where his hands were. But I know my hands were around his neck. So I'm choking him. So I let go because I see his face is turning purple and it goes from purple to red and his face is still twitching. It was really fucking crazy. And I put my hands up immediately so he could see that I'm not touching him. And I said, Jay, get away from me. Just get away. Don't touch me. Get away. Get away. So immediately he was like, he said, you know, you're my wife. I'm allowed to touch you. You're my wife. I'm not going to leave you alone. And then he said, you choked me. You tried to kill me. You choked me. I'm going to call the police. And I said, okay, call them. But he didn't call the police. He actually ended up calling my mother. And I got on the phone with my mom. My mom's like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, mom, you know, I don't want to be with him anymore. And he got in my face and I choked him and he almost hurt Sonia. Oh, and um, so my mom ended up calling the police and Jay knew that she was going to call the police. So he started panicking because he's in the military. You're not supposed to have, you know, um, issues like domestic violent issues like this on base because they will, you know, he could get demoted. He could get in trouble with the military. We could get kicked out of military housing. So he started panicking. He grabs his son and he tells his son, put on your shoes. We got to get out of here. She tried to kill me. And I was like, no, I didn't. I'm not going to kill your dad. I'm sorry. And, um, and Jay was like, I'm going to take our daughter. And I said, no, you're not. You're not going to take her daughter. We're going to wait for the cops to get here and then we'll talk about it. 
And here I am in another situation where a man is trying to leave out the door with our child. And uh, I told him, you're not going to leave this house. I'm not going to let you leave the house with our daughter. We'll wait for the cops. So the cops came and, you know, they took him to the dining room area Um, They took me upstairs so I could show them, you know, um, the pieces of wood from the guitar, which, by the way, Jay tried cleaning up when he knew that they were coming. But, you know, there was too many pieces everywhere. So I show, you know, I just told the cops, this is what happened. You know, I, I lost my temper. I did put my hands around his neck, but I realized what I did. I put my hands up and he still tried to get in my uh my safe area and I thought he hurt my daughter so I don't it was kind of like a haze but basically what ended up happening is that the cops gave me um, a chance to leave they said you have somewhere to go please go there and I said I'm not leaving without my my daughter and my son and they said fine so I packed my you know a, a little baby bag for her Um, I got my son, we pretty much left everything behind, and I jetted to my mother's house. So, you know, that was my second marriage, and, you know, from there, it was years and years and years of court that we dealt with. Um, Man, I'm sorry. This is a this is quite a long story, um, but this is a very important story that I have to share with you guys. So I appreciate you li- you listening and taking the time out of your day. But I'll go ahead and continue, and and if I have to do a second part to this, I will. But um, and I'm trying to summarize it as best as I can because this is like six years of this fucking torture with this man. So 2010, you know, I go about trying to live my life and he um, he starts to follow me, come to my mom's house, you know, crying in the front yard in the snow with his son in the van He's yelling he's going to kill himself if I don't come out, yada, 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 all this stuff. I uh, end up having to get a military no-contact order on him. And he broke it several fucking times over. He broke that order. I mean, I was even, but he sent me letters. He um, would, you know, follow me off base. Um, uh, I mean, it was just contact after contact he was trying with me so um you know there was this one time he followed me off base and I called his first shirt and she was like but we have a no contact order on him and I'm like ma'am he is right behind me he's following me and I was at a stoplight he gets out of the car and he's knocking on the window and she says oh my god is that him and I'm like yes I'm telling you because he was wanting me to put down my window and get out of the car and I told her yes I'm telling you so, um, and he had sent me a couple videos. Um, so I had showed the first shirt, you know, these videos and they decided instead of kicking him out of the military, um, cause they probably thought that he would just continue to stalk me. They sent him to Korea for a year, which was nice. It was peaceful. 
He was out of the fucking country. I could, you know, start my life as a single mother of two children and just do whatever the fuck I got to do. And then um, he comes back after that year. And um, we have court for uh, custody of our daughter. And at the time, my, um, th- my, my new boyfriend, um, who I was expecting my third um, baby, uh, my new boyfriend told me, you know, when he comes back, don't let Jay see your, your guy's daughter. And to me, I'm like, why wouldn't I let him see his daughter? We're gonna, we have court the next day. It's going to look really bad. He hasn't seen her for a year. And I'm not trying to, you know, just be difficult. I'm not trying to be difficult. But my, my, um, my third baby dad at the time was like, I'm telling you, don't let him see her because he's got something up his sleeve, especially the day before court. He wants to see her. But, you know, my trusting, naive, stubborn ass said, no, I'm going to let Jay see her. So when I met him in a public area, we did the exchange. I made sure to use, um, I had a jacket on and I had scarves, you know, a scarf on to kind of cover my, my belly. Um, so he's with her for four hours and when she comes back, as soon as I put my daughter in the car seat, she says, I'm not telling you anything, mommy. And I'm like, what in the hell happened? Well, my daughter is like four at the time. I'm not telling you anything, mommy. So... Finally, you know, my daughter, she's, she starts crying and she goes, Mommy, I'm so sorry. Daddy was asking me all kinds of questions. And I told Daddy that you have a boyfriend and that you have a baby in your belly and all this stuff. And I didn't want him knowing this stuff because I knew that Jay was obsessed with either getting back with me or getting back at me. And, you know, I told my daughter, it's okay, baby. It's all right. Um... So we, the next day we go to court and when we're in court, I am very much pregnant with my third child. I have no lawyer. He comes in suited and lawyered up. We go in front of the judge and then he proceeds to tell um, the judge that when he spent time with her daughter, our daughter told him that my boyfriend beats her and that she's afraid of him. That shit was not true. It was not true. And I told the, I told the judge this, please, you know, this is not even true. Um, you can interview my daughter. Um, And, well, the judge said, well, let me go ahead and look at everyone's criminal records. What's your boyfriend's name? And I told her my boyfriend's name. She pulls up Jay's uh, criminal record, my criminal record, and uh, my boyfriend's criminal record. Like, I've had, you know, some one little thing on there. Jay's had a couple little things, you know, whether it's like tickets or whatever the case, like speeding tickets or whatnot and but unfortunately my boyfriend had like three pages worth of uh, criminal activity um 
So off of that, she said, well, you know, because of your choice of being with this criminal um, and having a baby with him, I am going to give you and Jay joint custody, but your daughter, Jay's going to have primary placement. And Jay, at this time, was supposed to be um, living in Florida. He was, um, he, he was, uh, I can't think of the word, but he was, you know, told to live in Florida. So the judge just decided just like that. And I, I started screaming and crying in court. And I was like, please, you know, just interview my daughter. You know, um, just see, come do a, a house study. Don't just take my daughter away from, you know, what she knows. And I, I told the judge in front of everyone, I will break up with my boyfriend. I will do whatever you want me to do, but please don't take my daughter away. Um, she did a request for my daughter to come. So my brother had brought my daughter and she interviewed my daughter. My daughter obviously was very happy and very well taken care of and no, no marks on her or anything. And, um, but the judge still decided, even if you break up with your boyfriend, he's still the father of your baby and he's going to be around your daughter. So Jay's going to have a uh, primary placement and you guys can share custody. Case closed. Boom. And uh, they basically had to carry me out of the court. Um, I, I was a fucking mess. I had to turn my daughter in the next day. I had to go home to my son and tell him, I'm sorry, baby, but your sister has to go live with her dad. Her dad, who she hasn't seen in over a year. Her dad, who never really fucking wanted her. So that, that was utterly, that was fucking terrible. It was such a terrible thing to go through. And the next day I had to bring my daughter, turn her into the court and Jay got her. And I didn't see my daughter for six months. So I'm going to stop it here, you guys. Um, And I hope I didn't confuse you too much. You know, I'm just doing the shit off the top of my head. Um, This is a very real, honest and raw podcast. Um, And, you know, it's been many years since this shit has happened. Um, But it needs to be shared. Because I know that there are people that are going through shit like this. Similar shit to this so I need to share how I got through this so this will be the first part and I'll be starting my um, second part right after this thank you guys peace